Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, hello and welcome back, everyone. This is Lois Kofi, sales trainer, professional speaker, and podcaster. Welcome back to Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And each week, I'm here to bring you different, amazing interviews with experts on health, on wealth, and on wisdom. And today I'm so excited to have Orlando Javier Jr. here to talk about wealth from his perspective and helping you be empowered with his story and empowered with some nuggets and some wisdom to live your best life. Now, Orlando is an amazing, very seasoned, experienced man. He's a man of many hats. He's an author, a bookkeeper of 25 years, husband, father, motivational speaker, and a fellow podcaster, which I'm really excited about. He's actually the host of God Moments podcast, and he's frequently creating content on Facebook. You'll find out how you can find him there, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And he recently uh, wrote an ebook called Unplug, How to Disconnect and Find Peace in a Noisy world. And oh my gosh, we have so much going on here in 2020, Orlando. So I'm really excited to have you be here at the relaunch of my podcast to share a little bit more about your story and how you can help people and inspire them right here, right now. So why don't you go ahead and and tell us a little bit more about you and why you do what you do? How in the heck did you become a bookkeeper? (laughs) Thank you, Lois, for giving me this opportunity to share. Uh, Funny thing is I was working for a gentleman as a runner, basically just here or line up with this file together and deliver it to banks, go get my kids McDonald's, uh, just do whatever I need. Basically I was his assistant and it was, it was nice. I got paid pretty nice. And when there wasn't anything to do and I say, Hey, I, I got nothing to do. Do you want me to go home? He says, no, just, just wait, just, and I would just watch TV. So it was kind of cool working in that environment. But what I noticed about him was he would write me bad checks, never on purpose. So, but I would go to the bank and I'd get these, you know, $35 fees for bounce checks. And I, and I, I said, I like working for you, but I can't, I can't afford these charges. Do you do your own books? And he says, yeah, kind of. And I says, I know how to do books. Uh, you know, I know how to balance with what little I have. I know how to balance it and keep records. Would it be okay if I balanced your books? Mainly for selfish reasons. I wanted to make sure that my check cleared. And <laughs> he said, yes, you could do that. And I ended up working for him for 13 years uh, doing his books. And then it was in the real estate market. So when the market turned and there was no need for someone to, to keep the books, Uh, I found myself unemployed uh, and had to reinvent myself, Mm. turn 
shifted from being an employee and eventually I started my own bookkeeping firm and have been on my own for probably about, I would say 11 years now on my own. Wow, that's amazing. And that resonates with me. I too, when the, the market crashed and was pivoted, I found myself having to reinvent myself as well. Uh, since you touched on that, and I know in, in the U.S. alone, and we have viewers all over the world, however, in the U.S. alone, you know, there's something like 30 million unemployed people, 40% uh, of those jobs may never come back. And, you know, how did you go from, oh my gosh, I don't have a job or an income and pivoting so quickly? Do you have any advice on that? Um, I think one of the things that helped me it was as I was working for the company, I was constantly listening to motivational tapes. I was listening to Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, and my mind was constantly working on this whole idea of entrepreneurship. Now, I never took the leap because I was comfortable. I was comfortable, you know, I was working, getting paid, so there was no reason for me to leave and go on my own. But when that shift happened and I had the pivot and I started applying for multiple jobs and no one was hiring me, I realized that I needed to use all of the things I learned over the years and start my own business. So if I could give advice there, I mean, those who are unemployed right now, they're kind of stuck. They, if they haven't been listening to tapes or not tapes anymore, but <laughs> anything motivational, I, I recommend them start you know, go to YouTube, listen to Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. There's so much knowledge and wisdom there. I think too many times when you're unemployed, you, you stuck, get stuck watching the news and that can totally mess with your head. Like the sky is falling in and I'll never get out of it. But if you can shift what you're watching and focus on ways to lift yourself up and motivate you to gain new skills, you'll be better off than the person who's just waiting for an opportunity. You're preaching to the choir. I was, I was in the news industry for like a nanosecond and it was, it was all about death, destruction, the negative stories. And I was just like, did I really go to college for this? <laughs> so like you, I, I'm sure you listen to podcasts. Now you have a podcast. I have a podcast to be able to inspire and reach more people. Now, how did you go from being a bookkeeper and helping, you know, empower salespeople and entrepreneurs to have more time in their life to being a motivational speaker, to being an author? Because there's a lot of people out there now, like me, like you, that are pivoting and, and bringing more value through those mediums to people. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, well, one of the things I learned from Jim Rohn, he said, you have to have more than one skill. He talked about if you have a job, maybe you're an engineer and it's making you all of the money, but one day that position no longer exists. They don't need that engineering anymore. If you don't have more than one skills, then you're going to be, you're going to be left behind. So when I realized that I had to have more, more than one skill, as I was a bookkeeper for the firm I was working for, I was learning multiple skills. I was learning about computers. I was learning about management. I was learning about motivation, you know, cause I was soaking it all up. And I came to realize that people need to be motivated. I know I needed to when I lost my job 
And I, I, I kept thinking, I think I can do what Zig Ziglar is doing. You know, he had shared in one of his stories that somebody listened to his talk over 30 times and he told Zig, he said, if you ever get sick, don't cancel your show. I can repeat verbatim your, your talk. And I was thinking to myself, I think I could do that too. Cause I listened it. I think now it's been at least a thousand times. Cause I've been listening to Zig Ziglar for 25 years. So, That's awesome. and then, yeah. So I think because I was absorbing all that content and I know how much I needed it, I realized that maybe I might be a voice to somebody else and inspire them like Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn did for me. That is so cool, man. We have so much, so much in common. I know there's a lot of people out there that grew up on Zig and Jim. Those guys were in my automobile university yeah. all the time when I was in the real estate arena. Uh, so tell us more, because uh, I know you're giving away three copies of your ebook, Unplugged, How to Disconnect and Find Peace in a Noisy World. Phenomenal title. Uh, very, very compelling. Uh, makes us want to know more. So can you share a little snippet? Of that book? Yeah. So um, this was a period of time when I had just launched my bookkeeping practice. I launched my very first book, God Moments, uh, and I was at Disney World with my family. And we were in line uh, and I was browsing the internet. I was basically Googling myself. And my wife looked at me like, what are you doing? I says, I'm Googling myself. And she says, why? She says, well, I kind of want to see, you know, what the World Wide Web is saying about this new bookkeeping firm or this new author, which was very little. But any little bit of uh, traction, like, fascinated me because I, I found, I felt I was, I, was, I was feeling relevant. Like, wow, I, I'm being found on the World Wide Web. And my wife looked at me with utter disgust and says, what about right here? What about the relevance within your kids and with me? Why do you need to find that relevance out there when you have all you need is right here? And of course I did what any person would do when they're getting corrected. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but of course my wife is very, uh, she, she has very strong personality. So she, she made sure I heard what she was saying. <laughs> And I realized, oh, shoot, I can get to turn this off. And it's funny because after she said that and I realized the noise of this Internet was doing to me, I came up with the next book. I'm like, hey, that's a good title, actually. You know, originally it was called Stop Googling Yourself. But uh, after Google, you know, we found out that. I wasn't allowed to use that in the title. We, we rebranded it to call it unplugged. And really what it is, it's unplugging from the, your distractions in the world, whether it's an addiction, whether it's work, whether it's sports, if it's taking away from the most important thing, um, it's, it's a distraction. So for me, it's me sharing what my distractions are, how I realized it and what I did to disconnect. That's awesome. You guys are going to want to get a copy of that, but that's amazing. Um, any other advice, nuggets, any other closing remarks that you want to share with our viewers as they navigate 2020 and, and COVID-19 and maybe their business got shut down or anything of inspiration that you can provide 
for our viewers today? Um, there's a, there's a, this story that I, that I love to tell so much. Uh, it's a story of a, a businessman who he comes home and right when he walks in the door, his son rushes to him and grabs his leg and says, daddy, daddy, can we play? And his father just beat from all the work. He says, son, can you just play with your toys? I need some time. And his son scurries off and he, the businessman, he sits down on his chair, just trying to relax. And the little boy again rushes him and says, daddy, daddy, can we play now? And the father was like, that's been like two minutes. Son, I need more time. Please go play with your toys. And the little boy starts walking away with his head down but double takes and rushes back to his dad and says, daddy, how much money do you make? And his father was like, you know, that's, that's not for you to know. And he kind of pushes his son off and the little boy says, daddy, daddy, it's important. I need to know how much money you make. Father begrudgingly says, well, I make $50 an hour. Little boy's thinking and he drops his head in disappointment. And then he looks up with a smile and says, dad, can I have $10? And the dad gets livid. He goes, what? You're asking me all this just so you can get some money out of me? And he tells him to go to his room to think about how selfish he's acting. And the little boy scurries off with his head down. And the man is just sitting there fuming. How dare his kid, you know, ask him these questions just so he can take some money. And he was thinking about how greedy his son is and, He's just mad. And after a while, his, his heart starts to soften and realizes that his son, maybe he really needed it. He's a good kid. He doesn't ask for much. And so he went to his room and he knocked on the door and his son rushes to the door. And the father says, I'm so sorry. You probably really needed the money. You're a good kid. Here's that $10 you asked for. And the little boy grabs it. He jumps on his bed and he grabs his pillowcase and he starts just shaking and all of his coins, all of his dollar bills, he's counting it all out. And the father starts fuming, realize you had money this whole time and you still asked for more. And right before he's about to explode on his child, the little boy grabs all his money and he hands it to his dad and says, dad, I have $50. Can I buy an hour of your time? Wow. And wow. I, came to realize that to a child love is spelled T-I-M-E, time. If there's any advice I'd like to share, make sure you dedicate the time where it needs to go. You can always buy, you can always make more money, but you can never get those times back from time with your family, with your kids, with your spouse, with your friends and family. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. That's a very powerful story and it's a great way to end um, and summarize the message of, of, of the importance of life, what you do to help salespeople and entrepreneurs create more time, our most non-renewable asset. I, I know uh, how to find you, but can you tell people how to find you and, and how they can get in touch with you if they have any more questions? Uh, I think the best way to contact me is through social media, um, Facebook, Orlando Javier Jr. I have a, a business page there. I think that's the best way to communicate because if anything, that's where I'm regularly. So that's the best way to contact me. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, guys. Uh, don't hesitate, guys, to reach out to Orlando. He's got a lot of wisdom, a lot of inspiration, a lot of encouragement here. And check out his, his podcast. And, of course, his offer, The Unplugged, How to Disconnect and Find Peace in a, in a Noisy World. And we're definitely experiencing that right now. So until next time, guys, here's to your health, your wealth, and wisdom. And a thank you again, Orlando, for being here today. Thank you, Lois. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at LoisKofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>